Before the Bar Opens is proudly sponsored by Alexander Knight & Co, the accountants for entrepreneurs. If you're a company director, then you'll need specialist tax advice for you and your business. Email hello at alexanderknightaccountants.co.uk to book a consultation now. Hi, this is Emma. In season two of Before the Bar Opens, I spoke to a bunch of people about how they make, use and love music. Here's a montage we put together of some of the things they told me. It's just lovely. Have a listen. I personally try to make music on very different levels, you know, the orchestra, the vegetables, with vegetables is one idea. I personally, in my solo works and my works with my trio, for instance, I use DNA sonifications, so where I use DNA sequences, so very different. I'd love to play the guitar and the bass, the classical guitar as well as the electric guitar. So I try to make music on as much levels as possible. I make music happen mainly by helping organizers for their events using Festival Pro as a software. I make sure that they're all organized, logistics are in place, and it's as stress-less as possible before the event so that they can concentrate on the things that really matter. Writing it on my own, literally being sat at the keyboard for hours and hours, creating it with other people, like making it up with other people or playing it with other people. I'll make music initially by my finger-thumb-paw technique behind a keyboard and put these ideas in and then start to fettle it. In my life, I make music usually with a lot of anxiety (laughs) most of the time. I just hope beyond hope that something is going to come out before the deadline. (laughs) So I put off opening and starting with the blank page because it's just like, oh God, what if nothing comes out? What if this is the end? What if this is it? (laughs) I make music in an improvised way. I'll get something in my mind or I'll be in a certain place and it's improvised. I like opening myself up and something else kind of taking over me. And that way you never really know what's going to happen, you know, and it's often spontaneous and often draws upon nature and the elements. My main recording electric guitar, bizarrely these days, is a Harley Benton Telecaster because I've got all those Line 6 guitars which can sound like anything. And I was using one of those as my main recording guitar until I realized that about nine times out of ten, I had it on the Telecaster setting. And I thought, well, evidently my favorite guitar sound is Telecaster. Why have I never owned a Telecaster? So I bought a Harley Benton Telecaster, a 1952 copy. That has become my principal recording electric guitar. For a lot of people, the late night love songs are also breakup songs. And they remind you of a past relationship, a past partner. And a lot of the songs are played are funeral songs. So whilst reflecting the nation's mood... And emotions, because some of the songs we played, strike a a nerve with me. And it's like, oh, my goodness, this was played at my grandma's funeral. It it all brings that emotion through. And when you're on the air reading that script and then you play the next song, you've got to put that microphone off quickly because I was filling up with tears. And it's part of a mood that we're trying to portray. It it is a very emotional thing for a lot of people. But one song means a lot to one person and it means nothing to somebody else. And that's the beauty of music, isn't it? I use music uh, mainly as... um a place uh, to calm down, to get inspired, as well when listening and playing. I use music mainly to keep me happy, I think. I think music is an inspirational thing. Finding an interesting band, it's all about the mood, and I think without music I'd probably be quite bored. 
I absolutely love it in every aspect. As a way to bring people together, especially people that wouldn't normally come together, that's like my favourite thing about how you can use it. And as part of that, as a way to give people confidence and enable people to do things and see things and think things or experience things that they never would otherwise. It can totally change how you see the world. I will use music to sit and relax and just have it there and, and listen to it and try not to dissect it. So that's how I listen to music, is trying not to be as critical as I would be when I'm doing it for my job. I use music in all facets of my life, be it from trying to relax to trying to say something that's relevant. Just putting a record on, just to have in the background, listening to tapes in the car. Playing music itself is a kind of act of deep transcendence and meditation and healing, you know. Music for me is sort of an essential component in my life. I use music as therapy and income. <laughs> I use it to stay sane and make money. That's the money-making aspect of it for the singers and the songwriters, but we want to reflect the mood and the emotions and the image of the Rossendale Valley by playing the music that people want. We know we're playing it right because they keep ringing in and saying, can we play it? And we do, and that's what we're here for, community radio station. Always looking for something new, always looking for something exciting. Probably that's driven by the job as well, because I need to find the next piece of music before somebody else does. You know, it's it's great to be the first person who fires a show using a certain piece of music. And that's interesting, you know, when you go to enough fireworks shows, you actually pick up really nice bits of music that aren't on your radar, but they are on the radar of another show producer. And you go, oh God, yeah, this is nice. What is it? And it's an obscure track by somebody on the back end of an album somewhere. But I've always got something playing. Yeah, it's just, it's just just part and parcel. I think music is something that bonds many people together. It's underestimated in how much it does that because out and about when you go to pubs, bars, restaurants, and you're listening to music, you'll see that the music will bond people. But festivals, you can see there's all of these people coming together for the music and making connections. And that's one thing that's absolutely amazing about music. It's a very worldly, spiritual thing. It's spiritual on one hand, but it's not something abstract, you know, because it's very, you can hear it, you know, you can touch it when you play it on your own. So it's here, it's real, but it's spiritual too. You can go through an emotional experience with someone that you couldn't even necessarily speak the same language as, but you can have a shared experience with. It can cut through loads of those things and it can be something that two people with nothing in common can completely share in. It's a language that's more international than English is, if you like. A tune will affect and can be heard and understood by everybody in the world, really. And you could say um, it is the most international language. The song that you loved as a child growing up, you play it and it just brings back those memories of being in that paddling pool in the summer or playing the late night love songs and it brings back the emotions of losing a loved one. And that's the power of music. It's very powerful, it's very magical and it's very emotional. I love that music can say what words can't say. It can express things that pictures can't express. It can say things that words can't say and it can move in ways that nothing else can move you. I love music made by people I know and I love that kind of identity behind it. It's so hugely varied and almost never ending and it affects everybody differently and it can bring people to tears or it can uplift you. You know, it's, it's really powerful. It gives form to everything. It gives shape to my thoughts and it gives 
color to every aspect of the world that doesn't actually have literal color. It's been around for as long as I can remember and I can't contemplate really what it would be like without it. And that wraps up season two of Before the Bar Opens. Before the Bar Opens is created by me, Emma Clark, and is produced by Rick Watson. I compose the theme music. You can hear the full piece on our website, beforethebaropens.com. Do check it out because there's loads of stuff on there. Please subscribe, leave us a review, hopefully a lovely one, and please tell your mates. We'll be back later this year. Thanks very much for listening. Listening.